Hello, my lovely. There are so many things I want to say to you, but first of all, let me just say, welcome to a Happy Mind podcast. My name is Sam, and if you're new to me and to what I do, welcome to the family. I'm an anxiety, mindset, and startup business coach, as well as being a best-selling author and award-winning anxiety coach. This podcast is my way to fill your life with enriched content, strategies, and solutions so that you can get your happy back. No longer will you be ruled by anxiety. I want you to get back into your driving seat. So without further ado, we will get into this episode. But let me just say, I am so glad that you are here and I cannot wait to go on this journey with you. Here we go for another episode of A Happy Mind. And it's been a while, if I'm honest, since we had anyone else talk to you. So I thought, why the heck not today? So you probably, if you stalk me online, will know that I have spent the month of pretty much the whole of December with Erin Henry. And we decided that we wanted to hang out with you guys and talk to you. So I am going to tell you the reason we're talking on the podcast, but first of all, I just want Erin to say hi and hang out with you guys. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited to be in a Happy Mind HQ and talking to everyone on the podcast, and thanks, Sam, for having me. Oh, my God, you're so welcome. Welcome. So, so many of you either have situations that you're trying to change in your life, Some of you maybe are in situations where you have this dream, you have an idea, but you just don't feel confident executing it. Maybe you're in a relationship and anxiety is just getting the better of you and you just feel like you have to fit in quite a lot of the time. And together, we want to talk to you all about how Erin has broken the mould, basically, and gone out of the norm, left uni and didn't get a job, didn't do what the stereotypical route is, decided to try and show up online in her early 20s on YouTube, and just do something that people at that time weren't doing. And it wasn't what it is now, it wasn't so prevalent. So this episode, although we are going to focus more around Erin's journey and how she's done it through business, my aim for all of you and what I really want you to think about is how can you take Erin's message and the stories and the answers that she gives you and put that into your own life? How can you break the mold, do something different, step out of your comfort zone and just try something new to see if you can be rewarded in a different way? So to put this into a bit of context, Erin's going to tell you why and how she's got to where she has now. And then I'm going to throw her some questions, which I know a lot of you would want to know the answers to. Yeah, absolutely. So I basically started my journey with essentially, as Sam said, putting myself out online back in 2014. I was studying business and public relations at the time and at a public relations seminar that was compulsory for all students. I was asked to go to my um, compulsory event, as we said. Um, But During that time, there was a talk by a marketer, funnily enough, from the UK. Obviously, as you can tell, I'm from Australia. There was a marketer that was there and they were talking all about the future of entrepreneurship. They were talking all about how 
if you want to make a big difference, go against the status quo, as Sam said, and really do something where you're going to make an impact on people's lives, which is what I really wanted to do. I knew I was meant for something like that. You have to get online and start building an audience. And I took that incredibly literally. And <laughs> basically, I just went home that night and the next day started my YouTube channel. So fast forward to the day I graduated, all of my peers were going and getting graduate positions. They were all going and getting internships. And I was like, I've got this YouTube thing going. I know a little bit about social media. I am not going to follow what everyone else does, even though it's scary, even though a lot of obviously so many anxieties come up because you're expected to, you know, go mm. get a job straight out of uni. What's the point of getting a four year degree if you're not going to go get a good job? But I was like, I feel like I'm meant for something different. And maybe you're in that situation right now. As Sam said, even if it's that you want to start a business or you're in a relationship that maybe isn't serving you or any other circumstance in life where you find that you intuitively know that you are just meant for something different, mm -hmm. that is exactly what I felt. So I didn't follow what everyone else was doing and I ran with the whole YouTube thing, the whole social media thing and I just started my own social media marketing agency and it was amazing. I mean, that came with its own host of fears, anxieties, imposter syndrome and we can definitely get into all of that in just a moment but essentially where that led me was to a point in my life where I found coaching, I found the online world of essentially people helping other people to achieve amazing things. So now today I still have the YouTube channel and I am doing online coaching for people who want to grow their personal brands and grow their business and essentially just put themselves out there and be unapologetic about sharing their message with the world. So that's my little journey that I've been on so far. But yeah, I definitely, I know what it's like to really so many times in my life go against what people expect of you. And even though I must say that I had a lot of support, it still feels very uncomfortable. Mm. And there is so many things that you have to work through. You have to go to the deepest, darkest corners of your own psyche and your own, you know, shadow self essentially, and really work through some, some big things if, you know, to kind of, just break through that status quo, break through those fears and just to get to where you know intuitively that you're supposed to be. I love that. I have about a million questions. <laughs> um, and if I was listening to this, which I always try and do when I have someone else on the podcast, I think about if they were listening, what would they want to say to you? And my first question, as soon as you start talking about uni and everyone leaving, and I know what that's like, I graduated, got a job, you know, went into teaching. At 21, it's quite hard to not do what everyone else is doing and, and take such a risk when you've already invested in a degree and got into that student loan debt. I think even if someone's listening to this in their 40s and they're in a situation of safety, which potentially yeah. a job could be or a relationship could be, uh, you know, wherever you are at the moment, there's this element of safety, which uni definitely is for a lot of ch ch uh, people in their 20s yeah. because it's everyone does it. So you're there with everyone else. So how... How were you able to go it on your own, definitely literally in terms of not going and getting a job, but also going it on your own in terms of mindset, because everyone you were surrounded by wasn't doing what you were doing. Like, was that difficult? It was difficult because of the unknown, mm. but... I just had something, and this is a really hard piece of advice to give for someone who maybe doesn't, who's not really found that 
pull from something greater than themselves yet Mm. but I just knew that I was supposed to do something big and that a job wasn't going to allow me to do that so through my experience I was a bit older when I graduated so I was 23 when I graduated um, because I you know deferred to travel and things like that but it, it was scary, no doubt, because, of course, the second you... I'm quite an impulsive person, so I must admit that initially it wasn't the fear didn't come up. I was, like, more excited yeah. about the fact <laughs> that I was finally going to follow my path. But then, of course, what comes up is how the hell am I supposed to make money? Like, what if this fails? What if I can't do this? What if I disappoint my parents? What if I do, you know, have spent all of this time studying and it's literally for nothing? So that fear did come, and that's actually what you know it wasn't initial from initially for me because I was so 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 excited but then that's what did come up you know once I did start that business I went through a serious stage of anxiety and fear and feeling lost and so scared because of all those fears I felt so much imposter syndrome like who am I to do this who am I to be this young girl with this social media marketing business like who's gonna hire me if they do hire me what if I screw up their business what if I say something wrong like all the anxieties, everything, like I am not capable enough for this. And I think that's what so many people have the fear about before the fact, before they actually take that leap. They get those fears like, what if I'm not capable? What if I screw it up? What if it's not the right decision? I had those after the fact, but no doubt were they so just so crushing at the time. And that's funnily enough, what did lead me on a path of self-development. I had to really, really work through all these fears, insecurities, because that's what they all are. These limiting beliefs that stop you from leaving the relationship, starting the business, changing jobs. It's all, I'm going to say a lie. It really is. And when you can finally start to work through that, that's when things become so much clearer. But I had to do that during actually building the business. Mm. So it was really hard, but I'm so glad I did because that's kind of what led me to the place that I am now with coaching and, you know, with a huge love for self-development, but the mindset, how, you know, to answer your question, how did I get the mindset support? It was purely just through looking to people who'd done what I want to do, finding leaders. Like I listened to a lot of Tony Robbins, Marie Folio. I really started discussions and, um, you know, with people in my family, with people, my fiance, and just really making self-development and bettering myself and my mindset the priority in my life at that time so even though it was after I already took the leap for anyone who's going through that like you have to work on you Mm. if you're going to get through this like it's there's no just pushing through and pushing the mindset to the side and hoping that it's just going to feel better because I don't think it ever will you have to just work through those parts of yourself and your mindset that are essentially trying to hold you back and you know once you've got awareness of them at least that's the first step but you have to dig deep about why they're there and essentially change your beliefs around the situation. I love that. And I think the reason I like it more is because all of these limiting beliefs, all of these ideas, all of these worries, I actually think it's reassuring that people will listen to this and know that everyone in it is just human because there's a huge thing with being seen on social media, on YouTube, online, that everything is perfect. All the ducks are in a row and just the world is a different place. And actually, when you're behind the screen... Of course, there are doubts, insecurities, but it's the fact that you don't you don't allow them to win. Yeah. You listen to them and you work through them. You start to understand them, break them down and create new beliefs that actually do make you happier. Yeah, and I just want to say something on that because I think that's such an interesting topic because 
we do see so many people, whether they are people who are succeeding in business, people who are succeeding in their careers, in their relationships, people who are famous, people who are just living their best life, quote unquote. But I mean, we all are human and we all have these experiences that Mm. are, you know, infused with polarity. And we have to remember that what we see online is such a snapshot of someone's experience. I still to this day have so much fear in business. Like there isn't a week or a month that goes by where I don't doubt myself because I'm constantly up leveling. I'm constantly reaching for new things. And every time I do that, it comes with a whole host of new fears and new limiting beliefs, but you don't get necessarily less fear you just get more equipped to handle it. And yeah, I think for, sure. for anyone who's experiencing anything, thinking that there's no light at the end of the tunnel, I, I don't want to be like the bearer of bad news, but I don't think there is. You just become stronger at handling the darkness. Mm. But, you know, to have that darkness is what makes the good stuff so good, like so sweet. Yeah, juicy. I'm so glad you said that. You know what I mean? Because like sometimes we have to go through that fear and get to the other side and go, you know what, I'm actually a freaking warrior. Like I got through that time where I thought that I was never going to be successful. I got through that time where I never thought I could actually help anyone. I got through that time where I was like, have I made the wrong decision? And now it's ultimately too late because how am I even supposed to get a job in like a year in? You know what I mean? And and, and looking at it now, it's like if I hadn't gone through that, looking at, you know, building a six-figure business, having 100K subscribers on YouTube, it wouldn't feel so good if I hadn't worked through that stuff. So if you're, you know, for the listeners who are listening, if you're in the thick of an experience where you're trying to put yourself out there, you're trying to change your life, you're trying to better yourself, better your relationships, and it's just, you know, not going the way that you'd hoped, Mm. know that the fact that it's not going the way that you hoped, when it does finally, it's going to feel so much better than if it was peachy keen the whole the whole time yeah for sure this podcast is definitely going in a completely different direction but I get so sucked in like I just in my mind is already I have so many questions I'm trying to rein it in (laughs) because I know that if I was listening to this I'd want to ask you so many things and I think the bottom line is actually what you're saying is so important and anybody no matter who you are will always have doubts and fears because we're only human we're not robots and if you didn't have those for example, if you never worried about succeeding or moving to the next level or up, up leveling, you wouldn't try as hard. You wouldn't have the same level of commitment and enthusiasm because everything just seems to fall into place so quickly. Yeah. So if anything, it, it gives you the tenacity to keep going. And here's the thing. I think what's so important to recognize about that is we can often ostracize ourselves from everybody else when we're going through times where we're riddled with fear or anxiety thinking that we're so alone and the thing is when you actually realize that humans are built to experience fear and anxieties not necessarily in the way that we experience anxiety today which is a very mental um you know it can be very crippling in a mental way but Anxiety is actually supposed to be a part of the human experience because ultimately it is what keeps us safe. Yeah. And we have a negativity bias where we're wired to look at the 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 cautions or the risks in any situation and to focus on them rather than focus on the potential good outcomes. So if you're going through something, you know, again, to use the same examples, but whether you want to leave a relationship, start a new relationship, start a new career, start a business, um, you know, potentially travel, anything that you're sitting there and thinking like, I'm, I'm, I'm so anxious about this, or I have so many fears about this, 
that's what you're supposed to do. Like, that's what your mind is supposed to do. So actually, you know, it's not that weird. You're actually just working in the way. Mm. You know, where anxiety does um, cause an issue is, as Sam yeah, talks a lot about, where people begin to ruminate mm-hmm. and catastrophize these situations. But if those initial fears and mm. worries about things are there, that is just your mind doing what it's supposed to do, analyzing risk to keep you safe. So, sure. you know, if, if to, depending on what degree you're experiencing this, just please just take from this that, you are not weird. You're just doing what you're supposed to be doing. But it is an opportunity for you to be challenged at either taking one road or another. Am I going to let the anxiety, you know, perpetuate mm-hmm. itself and cripple me and stop me from doing what I want to do? Or am I going to say, I'm going to go through this fear, not over it, not around it, not beside it, but through it, and then feel really proud of myself that I did it on the other side? I love that. Okay. I want to kind of do something different, actually. I haven't okay. done this before, but basically... So the situation is, Erin is, if you were looking on the, if you are on the, at the start of any journey, you are so far in front of someone that's right at the beginning. And I think what I want to do is try and capture you as a person to tell people that even, even if they're looking and they, it's, it's so true, people have this illusion that this person that's successful has all their shit together. And actually it's completely not the way, like we're all just people. And I definitely think it can be so disheartening and almost stop you doing it when you feel like everyone is 10 steps ahead of you. And you think, how do I ever get started? Like, how am I supposed to do anything? And, you know, for those of you that don't stalk her and you need to, but some, some really simple things that to just put this into context. So her YouTube channel is over 100,000 subscribers. So if you think about 100,000 people subscribe to watch her online, that in itself is massive. You know, the fact that there's all these people all around the world wanting to watch Erin on video. So they see what she looks like every day. They see her videos. They listen to her talking. They have you in their life. Like, that's quite a big yeah. commitment that people make. But from the outside, they would look at you and think, wow, like this girl's got it all. Like she's got this amazing fiance. She's got the dog, the cat, the house, the great lifestyle. And they would think, how do I ever get to that point? So I want to actually take this back a few steps and ask you more personal questions. And my challenge is to see if you can answer them all within two sentences. Sure. So, yeah, so I haven't done this before, but I think it's going to be really cool. Fire around. Okay, so my first question. Yeah. If you were to sum up your last five years from leaving uni, not going into a job, trying to start out online and do something which people weren't doing that's it I can't stress this enough now everyone's trying to get out there in social media you know the kids today obviously from being in the teaching arena all of the teenagers are trying to get online they love it it's everywhere whereas for the generation that we are people didn't have WAP phones as they were called which had internet on until they were like 18 so it's a completely different demographic so to be to be in that situation for the last five years, if you were to sum up the journey on a personal level, so not a business level, like it could be emotional, your mindset, how would you capture that in a statement? So I would say an absolute roller coaster with the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, but ultimately so, so worth it in the end. I love that. Oh my God. Okay, the next one. If you were to give me five things, five ingredients that would 
So for anyone listening, whatever journey they're in, if they're in the lowest of the low and they just think, oh my God, like I can't, this can't get any better. When you were in those lows, if you had to pick five ingredients that helped you during that time, didn't fix it, didn't get you out of the low, didn't give you this false illusion that it wasn't going to be hard, but made you able to keep going and gave you that kind of inner strength that you will be okay, what would they be? Yeah, so people family, loved ones, friends, a support network, should I say, because not everyone has a supportive family, but a support network of people who, you know, love you, want you to succeed. Um, A way to visualise your life in a different way. So whether that's examples of other people who are successful, a coach, a mentor, books, um, you know, just jumping on YouTube, listening to a podcast, but knowing that there are other people that have been through the the shit, the crap, and that are now living a different experience, that just totally takes you outside of it's not possible for me because somebody else has done it, so it, it must be possible. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not impossible, you know what I mean? Um, definitely something that is just for you so for me I'm obsessed with music you know how much I love Mm -hmm. music I'm learning to play the guitar so that for me was it had nothing to do with the business nothing to do with putting me out online so if I had had the worst day possible I know that if I chucked on some Bob Dylan some Queen some Beatles that it has nothing to do with anything and it just can ease this like Mm -hmm. I have like playlist called you know like escape for a moment on my Spotify (laughs) which is you know just having something like that um I'm not the best at this, but to be fair, I think that it it is an integral part of a journey and that it is focusing on, like, health. I would have to say that not necessarily fitness, weight loss or mm-hmm, anything like mm-hmm. that, but just getting the right sleep, you know, meditating, walking, getting outside. Um, so I'm not even going to say health. I'm going to say more self-care mm-hmm. because no matter what you're doing, you know, you know when you're overworked overwhelmed burnt out tired exhausted everything just seems worse you know we've all gotten off uh like really long haul flight maybe not everyone but like most people have got off a really long flight and you know that everything ticks you off yeah if you're like <laughs> living your experiences that every single day because you're burnt out everything seems worse mm. so focusing on just getting really good rest and everything um like that and then a way to be introspective So number five would be a way to connect internally to just really understand what's going on in your experience from an, you know, intrinsic perspective. So whether that be meditation, whether that be journaling, it may be more external like coaching or mentoring, consulting, um, energy healing, but just some way to understand what's going on deeper than the surface level, uh, you know, very kind of consumption stimuli experience that we have going on you know we're all clicking through social media seeing Mm. ads all day long like I think there's layers to our experience and the top level can be not superficial necessarily but it's just very external constantly you know focused on what's going on outside ourselves when we can get below that that's a really good way to work through oh my gosh I could just listen to you all day do you know that (laughs) I just yeah I get so like absorbed in it but the reason I really love those tips, they are not specific to anyone yeah. or in any situation. So whoever you are, whatever your situation is. And so many times when I put out a podcast, the listeners say, like, if it wasn't for being able to listen to you in the car, I wouldn't be able to get to work or yeah. I wouldn't be able to, like, get through the day. Like, I take you everywhere I go. And to hear those five tips, every one of us can do that and start to put that into action. Absolutely. And every person can think, do you know what, I don't spend enough time in the bath or reading or listening to music or doing something for myself that might be what they need to work on yeah. 
Absolutely. I love that. Okay, my next question. Yeah. There are people that think what you do is a complete waste of time. Absolutely. And don't agree with it, think it's ridiculous, and judge you. Yeah. Now, obviously, some people aren't starting businesses or online, but there's always someone, we all know someone, who isn't on our team, but we can't get rid of them. Yeah. You know, that it could be some people have family members that are just really negative. It could be someone like your next door neighbor or colleague, but there's always someone that just doesn't think what you're doing is worthwhile or doesn't get it. They just don't get it. Yeah. In that situation, because it's not realistic to just cut out all of that judgment. It's not realistic to say that everyone is going to be team us. Yeah. But how, what would you, if you could give one piece of advice to someone that is, around that kind of energy or judgment or that kind of opinion instead of which I know so many people here like you know just try and ignore it or cut them out or just you know ignore them and repel the energy if you were to say you know what we can't get rid of them so they we have to spend time with them even if it's like once a month what would be your piece of advice to manage those people that judge you see I've actually got quite a controversial answer to this because not a lot of people would agree with me because they don't feel as though it's teaching that person but I my piece of advice because I do have some people I've got a very very like supportive family but I know a lot of people who still don't quite get it um I would say get to the point where you can be so strong in your own conviction Mm -hmm. about you know what you're here for and what you're on a mission to do not just trying to make money or trying to build your followers, but you know what your mission is. Like I know for me, my mission is that I know there are so many people out there who have an unheard voice that could do something that would really change the world if they just worked through their fears and built a platform to get their message out there. Like there, if, if more people were sharing a positive message, I think this world would honestly be a better place. And as you know, naive, no, it's true sound, but yeah. you know, and that's my mission. I want to help people to become unapologetically themselves, share their message unapologetically and just spread, like just spread the good word. I don't know. I'm getting yeah. a bit like gospel over here, but, <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, that is my mission. And I do that with my YouTube channel. I do that with my business. So if I come across one person on this path of so many people who's like, what you're doing is a load of crap. I'm so positive in my mission that no matter what they say to me, it's not going to shake that. Mm. So why not just entertain them? Why not just smile and nod and just say, oh, I know it's a bit funny, isn't it? This whole social media thing. Like you have your opinion. You continue to live your life with this very close perspective. And if you could just have like a little chuckle and then they think they've won and you walk away on the path to completing your mission, they walk away feeling satisfied because they think that they had their their good old stab. Mm. Mm. Nobody's hurt in the situation. You know, you and that person's relationship is no worse or better off. It's just like, yeah, they might be a bit of an asshole, but at least like you've kind of entertained it. You know what I mean? So that's how I handle the situation. Like never agreeing, but almost just like just acknowledging, finding like the the nuance of what they're trying to Mm -hmm. say that you would semi agree with and then just kind of like the smile and nod. 
I love that though because actually you're so it's, it's so confusing true. it I think yeah. trying to fight with someone who's so close minded you waste your energy yeah you do and little things like if you were to put that into a relationship and your partner tries to wind you up and we bite yeah. and all the time it's like don't bite to it don't rise to it yeah. just like ignore it and move on or you know entertain it and don't it doesn't matter it's a yeah. bit like that take it with a pinch of salt and then leave the salt behind yeah. like you don't have to take it home with you in your pocket but here's the thing as well because then what's going to happen is you know you're going to have a little chuckle that person's going to see that you're actually so unaffected by what they said yeah, very true. but they probably had the intent to bring you down a peg you walk away unaffected then you go off and change the world in your own little way they're set that they're sat there thinking like you know with their essentially like scratching their head thinking like what just happened mm. like i've like tried to bring this person down a peg and they've just like walked off like radiating sunshine like so you, true you know what i mean so yeah it's like, so true there's no animosity between you and that person because you haven't tried to fight back but like you're doing, and here's the thing, this is where I kind of like learned this thing because when I was um, vegan quite a few years ago for health reasons, obviously so many people, like my dad would call me like a mung bean eater and he's just trying to be funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like there are lots of people who are just like, why do you do that? Like you don't need to do that. Just have some ham and stuff like that. I'm like, oh yeah, you know. I just like always laughed it off, but it's like even at that time I was bettering my health and the issues that I had at the time are completely eradicated because of that thing. But it's like I never was going to tarnish a relationship with someone because of a choice or a mission that I was on myself. So it's yeah. not my job to fix people who don't want to be fixed. Yeah, that's so true. That is so true. Okay, I've got two more questions. Okay. If you were to give advice to your younger self, yeah. what would be one thing you wish you knew then? Oh, 100% because this still is is honestly one of the things that I feel most... I, I, I do experience the most pain and anxiety with still to this day, even with the success that I'm experiencing, and that is caring about what other people think. But not necessarily caring about, um, you know, t today it doesn't manifest in me caring about whether people like me as much. That was definitely through my 20s. Now I have a huge thing about not wanting to disappoint the people who rely on me and care, on, care about me. Um, or, you know, that I'm trying to help. So being, you know, quite a generous person, but also caring a lot about what other people think, like that has followed me and manifested in so many different ways. And I think that if I was a little bit more, you know, not so worried what, where I fit in, how I fit in, what people thought of me in my younger days, like it wouldn't show up in these different kinds of ways now. Do you know what I mean? If I was more okay with just I don't even know how to explain it not necessarily being like on on my own but it's like I've always just needed people mm. and back then it was needed to be accepted by social groups needed to be accepted by you know I used to go out a lot like in the like cool kids like the DJs and stuff <laughs> yeah. like I just wanted to be a part of like the people who were like the it people of the mm. time and that meant a lot to me and now the way that it shows up is, as I said, like, because I have this big community, I find myself worrying so much about disappointing people and letting people down. And it all comes back to wanting to be accepted, right? Mm. And I think if I was just a little bit back then, a little bit more confident in myself, then I would have worked through those issues a lot earlier. And even though there's nothing wrong with worrying about, you know, disappointing yeah, people now, it's, it's, it's not as bad as it was no. probably back when I was younger because that caused me a lot of pain and anxiety. But I think it was just if I was like, if I learnt self-confidence, not even self-confidence because I'm confident out there, but just self-assurance, self-validation a lot earlier in life, I think it would allow me to, you know, work on such a 
even bigger scale now. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. The self-validation is really yeah, hard, especially yeah. if you experience anxiety because you can't validate yourself because yeah. your thoughts are always really insecure yeah, and really, you know, not negative, but they have a negative connotation. They have a negative effect on us. Yeah. So that's really hard to validate because Absolutely. where do you seek the positive? Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I have a few more, but I'm going to just try and do one more. But we're going to have to speak to Rain again because I could just Q&A you all the time. Well, we're going to go on tour and just basically oh do lives. And see what When's this podcast going out? Well, when yours goes out. So next week. Next week. Well, we'll do plenty of lives after that. Yeah, exactly. So you can come and hang out with us. Okay. If you, right, if you could have your own movie and it was about your life, good and bad, like, you know, all the ups, all the lows, like the whole thing. Yeah. And we had, and someone had to play you. Yeah. And they had to give the essence of you as a person, like your nature, your personality, your kindness. I can see Aaron thinking already. Yeah. Your kind of aura and what you want to come across. Who would you choose? so bad with like actors and stuff though we can come back to that question mm. <sighs> yeah like i i've got such a corny answer but <laughs> it's like it's so hard to choose because you don't know these actors you know how they act and who they are but it's like if someone's gonna play your life like i'd feel like i'd want to know the person not the actor or mm -hmm. the actor you know, they're all good actors now, yeah. But, like, you know, so that's the thing. It's, like, it's a really hard situation, but... That is a good point, though. I don't know. No one. No okay. one can be me. <laughs> good good question. I'm going to ask you one more. Okay. If, if someone was to explain or describe you yeah. to someone else, so you weren't there, because yeah. this is also a really big struggle for people, how do people talk about them behind their back? Everyone yeah. worries, and I know a lot of the listeners worry that people are judging them when they're not there and worrying that they don't have the same perception that they want to give and they don't have the same reputation or people don't see them in the same way. And that's a really big struggle for some people. That's so it, yeah. if you could, if you had, if someone else was talking about you in a conversation and you weren't there, yeah. what three words would you want them to use? Generous. Um... I don't know, I've got like 10 words that I want to use in one, but essentially, <laughs> essentially like a mixture between just like relentless, eccentric, confident, just like outgoing, I guess would mm -hmm. be like the, the word that encapsulates all of that. And I guess, yeah, I mean, it is such a hard question. But I don't necessarily think it's hard for the fact that of worrying about what other people think. I think we all just, even at any stage, struggle to talk about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like right in this situation now, it's like, not because of how you think people are going to perceive you, but we're all so modest, I think, to a certain degree, that it is really hard to just like describe yourself in a way that you would want other people to think of you. Mm-hmm. Generous is huge because that's probably one of my biggest values. Like, you know, with my whole entire business, I do give away a lot. And my family and things, like, the thing that I'd always want to be known for, the legacy I wanted to live with, she was, like, super generous. 
definitely outgoing and probably like unstoppable. Oh my God, that is such a good one. But again, these are less of what I would expect people to say about me and probably more of the person that I'm trying to be. Mm -hmm. Okay, if I was going to answer that and be you, uh, sorry, and talk about you to someone that wasn't there, mine would definitely be honest. I think you're a super honest person. Like Some people definitely have different personas and different energies and I think that yeah yeah and I I definitely have done that I've been around people and I know you've been the same you can't always be 100% your true self with and that's you know something that we all experience but I definitely think my one of mine would definitely be honest another one of mine mine would definitely be fun I think you are like you have such a positive not necessarily fun in the way people see that but positive like energetic you're, if someone asked you to be stupid, you would. Like, yeah. you don't take yourself too seriously around people that you love. Like, you're more than happy to, like, get stuck in, get involved, like, do a stupid dance in the living room, like, that kind of thing. I think that's such an important quality because yeah. so many people really struggle with having fun, like, genuinely having fun because they worry about how people perceive them. It's such a big, yeah. big, like, block and I definitely think that I, that's how I would explain you have such a good energy. Like, you're always willing to just get stuck in. I feel like, for anyone listening, just, like, my piece of advice on that, because I do agree with that, and, I like, I've, we had a conversation, and this was my excuse for that as well, is, like, but as horrible as it sounds, you know, if you were unfortunately to be in you know some horrific accident tomorrow and you were you know seconds before you know living no more and you remembered the day before and someone said oh stand up and dance in the living room like would you remember you sitting there being like oh no I don't I don't I don't want people to think bad of me or would you remember getting up and like hysterically just jumping around Mm -hmm. and like living like you you have to we're always going to be cautious of what other people think of us, but you have to get to the point in life or at least be in the pursuit of getting to the point in life where you can think like, I'm living for me. You know, yes, we're all going to try to improve people, improve ourselves and be the best version of ourselves. But ultimately this life is created for you. This experience is created for you. The universe is putting things together in your path and even if it might feel negative it's there to make you grow as a human being and this life that your experience is for you so why not just do the damn dance like i love why that. not unless you don't want to then sit down and yeah. you know eat lollies but whatever you want to do don't look back on the day that you have no life left and say i didn't do what i wanted to do you know there was there's so many examples where they go in and interview people on their deathbeds and they say like what's the one thing even people who are like millionaires Mm. and they all are riddled with regret because they didn't spend enough time with family or just doing the things that they wanted to do in life when you're 90 years old the only person that's going to remember that time that you danced a little bit funky in the living room is you because (laughs) you had fun doing it Mm. that's okay i've the name of the title of the podcast is going to be this life is for you because that's so true it is i love that um Okay, I could genuinely talk for about another 24 hours. We probably will. We, we definitely will. <laughs> I mean, your batteries and whatever you're listening to is probably running out. Maybe you put this on charge in a panic, but 
We are, the plan was to talk to Erin about how to stand out online when anxiety can be present, but I think we're going to come back and maybe do that in more detail. Now you've got to know her, you've got to know a bit about her journey, her personality, our connection, and spend some time asking her the questions that probably put this more into context for you. Like You should um, do an Instagram poll and get people to send I some will. questions in. I will, actually. You've got a lot of entrepreneurs in your audience as well. Yeah, chuck them in there. So okay. I think this is a good way for you to get to know her because Erin's a constant in my life. There's not. This isn't going to be an end to us spending time together, but I think to give you the very best of her and also give you the very best advice and support and mindset, this is probably the best place to start because you can actually spend time learning about someone that has created success, but you also know the backstory now. You know a bit about her, who she is, her journey, and also things that aren't necessarily relevant to what you'd see online. And I think that makes a big difference. So a bit of homework for all of you is to spend a bit of time learning more about the people that you aspire to be like and see behind the story. See what you can find out about these people through their stories or their websites or things that aren't just the front page, the highlights. And I want to say something on that as well is like, I know authenticity is kind of like a buzzword in today's digital society, but I do often feel like if you can't get to know someone with how vulnerable you have to be online or get to know more Mm. about their story, there's a reason for it. It's usually, you know, those who we think have the best life, who are putting on the best front, are actually usually the ones with the darkest secrets. So if you're sitting there thinking, oh, no, the person that I follow is just like loving their life at the Ritz-Carlton skiing in Aspen every day, like if they've not shared the dark corners of their experience, it's probably because they're too afraid to face them themselves. So don't go up and be like, "Ah, Aaron and Sam are wrong. Like the person I followed doesn't experience the same shit that I go through. Sorry if you don't swear on the podcast, but you know, they don't, (laughs) but um, you know, I just want to say to you that like we all are human beings and you know, everyone has the ups and downs. And actually that's going to be our closing thought. Everyone does have ups and downs. And I think actually, I'm really glad that this has kind of gone off on a bit of a tangent because even with things like this, when you create content and you have a plan, sometimes you have to go with the messages that you're being given. And I think exactly what you've just said about being authentic, we could have definitely sat down with questions and structure and almost like a version of a script and been more organized and had this kind of like fluid conversation. But People want to see the vulnerabilities they, yeah. and they want to see the flexibility in people. And I think when you're having a conversation with someone else, especially when you have a personal connection, that's so much more relatable and people can really take away feeling like they're in this conversation with us. So I'm really glad that you have come and spent time with oh, us. I'm so glad. Thank you so much. And just in terms of vulnerability, if people want to know like the pre the prelude to this um, podcast, we were rushing around, driving through traffic, <laughs> grocery shopping, wrapping presents, and then we just sat down. So there was no planning. This was literally no us plonking our butts down and like <laughs> starting to chat. So this that. is about as vulnerable as it gets. <laughs> oh, yay. Well, thank you so much. Pleasure. Thank and you for having me. Please, 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 if you don't stalk Erin, you need to go and do that because she's going to come back on the podcast. Obviously, you're going to see us touring around the world. 
And basically, we're starting our own version of a band going around <laughs> the world, but not with instruments because I can't play. So basically, it would be Erin playing the guitar and me standing awkwardly in the background. But <laughs> I could definitely do that. Love it. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to go now because I could continue to babble. But we love you loads. And bottom line is, you're just human. And as Erin said in her words, this life is for you. Love you guys. Have an amazing day. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much, my lovely, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I cannot wait to see you next Tuesday or Saturday, depending on which episode and what day you are listening to this, for a new episode. If you have really enjoyed this episode and it has resonated with you, I would love and so appreciate you to review this episode and podcast on iTunes. As well as usual, tag me on Instagram and screenshot this podcast so that I can really see who you are, what you're doing, and where you are listening to this. I love you to bits and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Bye, my lovely.